Hey everybody, this is Chad, and uh, here's some dates coming up just very quickly. December 5 through 7, I am at uh, Dr. Grin's in Grand Rapids, Michigan. December 13 and 14th, Laugh Boston. December 15 through 30, I'm home because I've, I need some time away from comedy. And then uh, December 31st, you may know it as New Year's Eve. I'm in Providence, Rhode Island. Just one night, two shows. Dr. Grins, you got a case of the frownies? Come get a prescription for laughter from Chad Dad. <laughs> Sorry, the doctor's not in. We do have a nurse practitioner, though. This is the Fergus Falls Clinic. Can I help you? <laughs> this is your first episode. Start at the beginning. Yeah, but oh my God. Just, can I please have a doctor? I call for a doctor. <laughs> Hey everybody, this is Chad Daniels, and you have found the middle of somewhere across from me, old Two Cups Amundsen over there. He's got a cup of coffee, he's got a red cup for beer pong, if he pop pong. It's water in the red solo water cup. Hello everybody. Pong. Chad today is wearing a hooded sweatshirt, and the logo on the front is the Fergus Falls Figure Skating Club, and he's got his last name on the back. That's Who's right. a good dad? Now I'll tell you this. Who's a good dad? Don't forget about advanced team. Oh, I didn't see the advanced yeah, team on the Yeah, that's way down there. probably under where my stomach folds. <laughs> maybe, it, maybe, my, maybe my fat roll has consumed it. What's the advanced team? It's what my daughter's in. She's advanced. What is, is this one of those things, what do they call the non-advanced team? Losers. <laughs> they call them like, oh, why don't you just walk out there with boots, you stupid fuck? <laughs> <I've>, <laughs> they don't. But by, I, okay, warning to the listeners. I have a lot of energy. I had a rough travel week, and I'm in here now with friends, up. friends, and I'm ready to let loose. I love when they do that to kids when they when they rename the teams, because when I was growing up, there were three basketball teams, the A, the B, and the C team. Sure. And in my eighth grade year, they were like, we shouldn't have a C team. We should have a B1 and a B2. And I was on B1, and everybody knew that B1 was the C team. <laughs> you can't <laughs> fool eighth graders. We had a kid, they're like... You, I'm going to tell you something. You fooled me. Because I thought B2 would be the C team. But come on, you're smart enough to understand. They're like, all right, just make sure B1's the shitty one so they think they're the good ones. But no one thought that. We had this kid on our team named Tommy Thompson. Real name. Not the comedian. Or the Wisconsin governor. None of those. Kid who got the ball with 14 seconds left in the first half underneath our own hoop and <laughs> took a dribble looked up at the clock, saw a different number in his head, and launched a full-court shot. And he was wow. like a farm kid, so he was one of these big fucking beefer kids. Threw it so hard off the backboard, it, and we were all running that way. It bounces off the backboard, hits the ground, bounces over everybody's head. Oh Somebody God. on the other team picks it up and lays it in at the buzzer. <laughs> That's incredible yeah. that he hit the backboard. Dude, he, this, he, you know, we got to move this kid to B2. Yeah. <laughs> you know how some of those farm kids, you're like, you're, they're just fucking muscles connected to a head. Right. They've been picking rocks since they could crawl. It, yeah, it's, uh, you, you can just hear the mom telling the dad one morning, he's not wrestling. <laughs> And that's how, why he's on the basketball team. It's the only reason. So like, just fucking throw it. I want you to grapple. Just throw it. I, uh, I don't like what Dennis Miller has become. 
Okay. I want you to know that. Okay. But he said something that made me laugh so hard when Tommy Thompson was the governor of Wisconsin. He goes, uh, who the fuck still has a Y at the end of their name as an adult? <laughs> and he goes, if I ever meet him, I can't wait. Tommy Thompson, hey there, kid. Denny Dennerson. <laughs> and I laughed for like five straight minutes. It made me laugh. But that's Dennis Miller back when he uh, was funny. That's, that's oh, my, the Monday Night Football days? That's my opinion. He's, he's he got political, and he's just a, a shitbag. And I think that on both sides of it. In the corner. In the corner. <laughs> Wearing a shirt that says what, Chad? You deserve a decent sandwich. What the fuck is that? I got a guess. Okay. Somebody handed out food on Thanksgiving. <laughs> is that true? It's so it's for a sandwich shop called Melio's Sandwiches. I worked there in high school. I have like six of these shirts and I just still wear them. How old are you? 24. Oh, that's a long time to have a shirt from where you worked. I'll tell you this. Coming from where I'm standing, it's a long time to have Which a shirt. Which is from in an advanced team shirt. Exactly. It's a long time to have a shirt from where you work that still fits you. That's a yeah. good point. That's impressive. That's a really good point. You're the same man that you it's, were as a yeah. boy. It's actually a little big, so look at that. Yeah, that's that's okay. No. Well, you don't, well, you listen, you're not working at a sandwich shop. Fuck anymore. about it. Of course yeah. you lost weight. You're not eating sandwiches every shift. It's a because really cheap looking shirt. Were they a low were they a low rent facility? Yeah, so Melios <laughs> used to be yeah. like super short, super fast subs or something. It's actually the cousin of the guy, the Jimmy John's guy. They they were cousins. Now, does Jimmy know their cousins or is this some sort of <laughs> Chad Daniels, Pat Daniels situation here? Yes, they do know they were cousins. They do. Yes. Melio and Jimmy this is an Italian. This is an Italian group. Oh, I watched. Uh, we don't need to get into this. I watched The Irishman this weekend and I spent some time learning about Jimmy Hoffa. How was your trip to? I haven't seen you since you went to Des Moines. Ooh, Des Moines or Des Moines. Des Moines. The Plains, mm. I believe it's called. I'll tell you, it was fantastic professionally, comedically. The show's Des Moines. Omaha, Kansas City, Oklahoma City, all sold out. We got real close in Dallas. It's, uh, you know, like a 645-seat theater. Got real close And that's there. the place where... Where they got Lee Harvey Oswald. Who I learned in the movie The Irishman, the mafia must have hired to whack JFK. Love the movie The Irishman. A lot of research this weekend. Keep going. I heard a lot of people haven't finished it yet because it's real long. It is very long. Got to do it in shifts. We did. So anyway, so I go to Des Moines and guess what? Everyone that came out, I want to say thank you that came out to the show, all the, all the shows. Did you but, go order water from see, that fucking that's bitch? That's the thing. <laughs> I went in. I went in and I couldn't remember exactly what she looked like because it was so long and there was so much rage Just in my mind. the woman in leopard print. Time out. Oh, do I have a leopard print story from Dallas? But okay. Not, not done. Let's go in order. Okay. Des Moines, I go into the bar. I go, hey, how's it going? Oh, I heard some asshole like, you know, seven years ago was talking <laughs> shit about your bar. And they go, oh, seven years. This We're like the fourth owner since seven years ago. No, like, the curse of being a bar. Or just one that doesn't make money and loses lawsuits. <laughs> Suck it. So it was a no-go on the water. No-go on that. I would have liked it out of principle if you're like, you know what? Fuck it. Fuck the building. And you'd have just dove in and done it anyway. <laughs> well, I just, I couldn't to the new owners. That's fair. Then I went to Omaha where there was some trouble. I had been fired mm -hmm. for some stuff. We recall. And talked to the person in charge there. Same lady. Found out 
it wasn't a necessarily a firing. It was a, we need a break from him. And believe me, I get that. <laughs> when you word it that way, I'm like, oh man, I miss my mom. <laughs> she's, she's said that to me so many times. <laughs> like, are you my mom? So we talked about it. We, I ended up after the gig, Patrick Keene and Kellen Erskine, who wrote a question, who wrote in, a question in, who a, did the Great American Comedy Festival. With yeah, me. he did the thing about your dumb jacket. Yeah, that is correct. And then, so he ends up. There's no MC at this show, but Kellen is there to headline the rest of the week. Yep, we're there Wednesday. He's there Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Mm -hmm. He's in the green room. I meet him. We find out there's no MC. He goes, "I'll go up." So this guy's headlining. You never find this, by the yeah. way, because comedians have egos. You never find a guy that has been booked to go last for the weekend that is willing to go first and have people look at him like, oh, the first guy, I guess he's going to tell us where the bathroom is. Like yeah. that. And so he goes up, destroys. He is he's a so funny. monster. He's so funny. And you don't, he's not one of these clean comedians where you know he's clean because he's going, <laughs> I tripped. <laughs> look at me. I tripped and I'm alive. Who wants to know about the different types of hugs? <laughs> he's Ryan Hamilton clean. He's Tommy Jonigan clean. He's sure. Brian Regan clean. Sure. Well, he's just like he's Kellen Erskine. Yeah, but I'm saying like if you're I was helping to explain sure, to what you people. meant by clean because you don't think Ryan Hamilton's clean. You just think he's an awesome comic. Yeah. And then at the end, you're like, he did not say fuck. Yeah. What is happening? And that's why I fucking hate you, Ryan. Dude, I'll, you break your legs. I'll break your legs. I'll break your legs, you son of a all bitch. All of your good material without saying right anything, now. Ryan. There's no way you're listening. Oh, I'm right now, performing you son of a in a bitch. theater in Hawaii, Ooh, you motherfucker. I don't have time for podcasts. I, I opened for I'm Jerry Seinfeld. Class, what a motherfucker. Bitch. <laughs> so what uh what happened after Omaha? Then we went to Kansas City. Okay. Sold out. Front row, there's a dude, a Roniak. Yep. With the shirt on, and he has he's gone out of town to find cookies and maybe not out of town, but he couldn't find them where he oh, lived. Oh yes. Cookies and cream pints of Hagendas, ha yes. specifically Hagendas, and he has them taped up to his chest like tits. <laughs> he has cookies and cream tits, literally cookies and cream tits. And so when I saw when you sent me that picture, I saw that I was like, "Yeah, oh, man, enjoy looking at him now because when that guy's behind you butt fucking you're a sleep body." <laughs> Why would I be asleep? Why wouldn't I want to enjoy that? That's a good point. So, but he's sitting in a way where, you know how bouncers stand? Like, yes. just wide chest, shoulders back? He's just presenting That's how he him. was sitting. He was presenting yeah. the tits. And then I caught him out of the corner of my eye and I go, what the fuck is going on with this weirdo? <laughs> because I'm thinking Lee Harvey Oswald the whole week because we're headed to Dallas. Yeah. And I think like I'm about to get Selena'd by a fan. <laughs> And I look Which this is the only way this podcast ends. I promise you. At don't some I don't point, say that. Well, I'll, I'll knock on wood just to, to make you feel better. But somebody is going to Selena Chad. Yeah. And that's when this podcast becomes really popular can because I, it's a whodunit. Can who I throw murder a, I'll, Chad? I'll tell you. Hey, Bale's mom. <laughs> that's who done it. She because you just said because you just said the words this is the only way this podcast ends and she went hark I'm gonna walk out of here today fucking right in the back 
And as I die, as I lay bleeding in a snowbank, I'm just going to go, I wish it would have been the guy with the cookies and cream tits, butt fucking me. <laughs> I don't know why I just sounded like Aziz. I wish it would be the guy butt fucking me. I'm Aziz. Uh, so anyways, and then I go down to OKC. It's this Paramount room. It's not normally a comedy club. Seats like 200 jammed, both shows. Awesome. People of OKC, thank you for coming out. I mean, it was just a crazy. So then I get to Dallas and in a theater show, you don't think people are going to heckle. Must it was like full moon shit. <laughs> it was like I, I I pulled out my phone to check what the date was to see if maybe it was payday, because people <laughs> had lost their fucking mind. One lady took different uh, seizure medication, then decided to go out and drink on an empty stomach, passes out. There's like bedlam going on. I don't care what it is. I'm powering through. <laughs> I don't stop to look. She's getting like, carried out oh, no. of the show. And I'm like, well, fucking these bits aren't going great. And I don't know why. It's because everyone's watching this lady. <laughs> then I get heckled by another lady in cheetah print. Oh, that checks out. Dallas? Yeah. Cheetah Alcohol, print. cheetah print. Cheetah print. Beautiful lady. Doubt in, it. In, no, she was. <laughs> Inside and outside? I, I don't know. I don't know her, but I know this. I know she had too much to drink. And when I said, I was talking about my daughter playing volleyball in spandex shorts and I said, she doesn't get to. And the coach is like, well, what are you going to have her wear? And in the joke, I go, I'm going to have her wear basketball shorts because it's the same court. doesn't matter. Yeah. And then this lady goes, no, no. And I go, what? And she goes, not the same court. <laughs> and I said, it is. <laughs> I go, you don't, you don't live where I live. Maybe here, maybe here in Dallas, they have uh, volleyball emporiums or some shit. <laughs> but where I live... It's the same court because it's it's a, small, a fucking net up. It's a small community. Yeah, and she goes no, <laughs> no. And by the way, her boyfriend had was keeping her in check during the show, and he. It's he, impressive because he had to spend all that time probably getting his uh, cell phone right on his belt loop. I assume. No, this guy's a cool dude too. I'm telling you, she just had too much to drink. I know what it sounds like. Okay. And I did mock her for cheetah print. Okay, good. She goes, it's two, one time she goes, it's 2019, <laughs> not how volleyball works. <laughs> and I go, I go, even if it was 2017, it's too late to be wearing that shirt. <laughs> What's been the progressive or the progression of volleyball in her mind? Uh, here's, here's what she thought. So anyways, I hold, start the whole conversation with your boyfriend's been gone for less than a minute and you already need this much attention. <laughs> So this is, and then, yeah. <laughs> so, the, so I start doing the bit. She calms down. I start doing the bit and I go, uh, so volleyball, blah, blah, blah. And then I would go, no. <laughs> and I go, don't worry, I'll do your part too. <laughs> and finally at the end, I think we're done. And she goes, it's not the same as a basketball court. And I go, fuck you. You're about to. And before, as I was saying, you're about to get kicked out. Security was down there and was like, get your shit. Awesome. Yeah, it was crazy. I want to talk about our Thanksgivings, okay. but I want to, I think we should talk about our Wednesdays instead of our Thursdays, because I know part of this room probably didn't spend time with family on Thanksgiving. <laughs> well, now I hope you get stabbed too. <laughs> so we have been asked not to discuss this. That's correct. I, I had an interesting Wednesday. I had another 
They were both food related. I had another Whole okay. Foods incident. Oh, geez. Now it's this one is very different. Go Question. ahead. Yes. Why don't you stop going to Whole Foods? I love Whole Foods. Yeah, but you don't like any of the people. Apparently, I know. But if I stopped going to places where I didn't like the people, I don't know what I would do. What I'm gonna, <laughs> Jenna's like, are well, you? Gonna- that's how we end the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> You're just like, I, I fucking hate. You. I can't come in today. <laughs> I don't like you. Every hallway and room, I can't do it. <laughs> so I walk into Whole Foods and I'm, I get a salad. And I get my groceries, right? And I'm checking out and there's a teenage kid working the register and he looks like shit. Like as far as he looks sick. His eyes are his eyes are watery, but not in like a highway in like a I haven't I've been sick for four or five days. Yeah. His nostrils are the only way this kid could have looked worse is if he was filled with bullet holes. Like he looked absolutely horrible. Right. And he's touching my shit like he is just touching all my food yeah i walk out see what i did was i was too far into it and i so I, he packs up all as he's packing up my stuff i was like hey dude how's it going and he goes <laughs> ah, not very good and i go yeah you don't look very good he goes yeah i don't feel very good i go okay hang tight just stay right here and so i got my groceries and i walked directly over to the service counter and i was like is are any of you guys a manager and the guy goes i'm the manager i go so this guy right here that's just fingering everybody's food is clearly really really sick man should we send him home (laughs) and the guy looks at me and he goes no no this jason he just hasn't he hasn't slept a lot in the last couple days we talked to him before a shift he's just tired and i go Ah, tired of what? Being the sickest guy in town? The dude is fucking sick, man. Why hasn't he slept? I go, I, go, I have no idea. Okay. And I go, no, there's, there's, that's what I said. He goes, no, no, trust me, he's just sick. I go, what is the rat on his nose? Is that from overstretching his nose during yawning? He, he is sick. And he goes, sir, I understand and I appreciate it, but we talked to him before his shift. He is not sick. And I go, all right. Jason, hey, dude, are you sick? And this kid, such a champ goes, yeah. <laughs> and I turn back to the to the manager and I go, so, uh, A, I need you to apologize to my face right now. And then I need you to either send him home while I stand here or I am going to melt down on, an, on a level that I'm going to have to apologize for later. And I didn't mention the podcast, but I knew it would have to happen on here. <laughs> I am going to melt down on a seeing a baby's dick level. <laughs> I, I think you could see it bubbling. Like you could see the anger coming from my lower half up through my oh, throat. Oh, you. I thought we were talking about Jason again. I thought you were saying you could see it bubbling. No, no, like, no. Yeah, I think Jason's there. on my team here. He okay. doesn't. He's a kid on Thanksgiving weekend and he's sick. He doesn't want to be here. Sure. And this fuckwad manager is making him work. And so the manager d- does. Uh, he apologized, but he didn't look me in the eyes. Oh, he, he looked down. You've and, changed. And <laughs> You've changed. <laughs> and I feel like I won. We've broken you. And then I left. Oh, and then I left and I went and got those same groceries at Cub Foods. I just put that bag in the trash as I just dropped it in the trash and went to Cub Foods. I'd already paid for it and I was all revved up and I should have asked for my money back. I understand mm-hmm. that. But I've also, I might need a new Whole Foods because I've gone back twice since then and it's 
really uncomfortable because he's there all the fucking I assume sure. it feels like what I assume it's like and you could maybe help nope because you live in the same town you know when divorced parents live in different towns sure and they have to swap the kids which means they have to hang out in the same Burger King next to like an exit <laughs> for like eight minutes every two weeks <laughs> that's that's the situation I have going on oh that's so funny at my Whole Foods right now I don't care for it also before you send your messages about why didn't you give your groceries to homeless people i'll talk to him about it <laughs> yeah i'm just no you're gonna get a hundred million of them i don't care okay no it's there are no i promise you in this part of town there are no homeless people and what do you want me to get the homeless person sick is that what you want chad you we want me to give it. them this germy food so in this there was a winter storm this weekend how about i give a hobo the flu so he can starve to death sick and afraid you know what i like about this you're mad at me but i just threw you a softball to let you reply to everyone who was already going to do that. That's fair. I did that as a friend. Later that night, my family went to Red Lobster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nothing, nothing like avoiding getting sick and then getting sick. <laughs> my dad, we did Thanksgiving in the cities for the first time ever this year. And my dad does not like to... If he's going, he doesn't like to be away from home. So if it were up to him, he well, would. that's where his guitar is. <laughs> he would drive up here, have Thanksgiving, and immediately drive home. So I knew the way to get him to stay was Red Lobster. Red Lobster is everything to my dad because he grew up in a place where they didn't have, the closest Red Lobster was an hour away. And if they went to Sioux Falls, South Dakota and ate in one, it, oh. was, a, it was a treat. Yeah, that's like, yep. Yeah. And I, I also love Red Lobster, but I remember he came and visited me when I was living in L.A. once. L.A. home to an endless amount of incredible and famous restaurants. And I said specializing to him, in seafood, a lot of them. Absolutely. It's because it's right by and don't get, get this confused. The sea. <laughs> <laughs> so he I said money doesn't matter anywhere you want to go, Dad. And he picked the Red Lobster in Woodland Hills, California. Yeah. Well, that's a Woodland Hills. Very classy. Yeah, it's pretty nice. It's a nice red lob. And Cheddar Bay Biscuits, mm -hmm. I've never done crack, <laughs> but I'll tell you this right now, I'd, I'd suck. Pretty close. Cheddar Bay Biscuits. Pretty close. You had, a, you had a big Wednesday, didn't you? I did have a big Wednesday. I went down to Madison, Wisconsin, maybe you've heard of it. For the Kevin Bozeman Thanksgiving. Pre-Thanksgiving pre show. Pre-Thanksgiving show. Now, this was the 15th anniversary, okay? He's been uh, doing it for 15 years. Yeah, 15. So they added another show, wow. which is bad news. Because we're all programmed down there to drink through the first show. Yeah. I was, I'm just going to go with intoxicated <laughs> on the second show. Now, Minnesota had a huge blizzard Wednesday. Monster blizzard. Well, a lot of it was the blowing, the, the wind. It was 40 mile per hour winds. So a lot of people got blown into the ditch. Oh. Because uh, when I was driving down to the airport, there were over 30 cars in the ditch and four major accidents with lane closures. Whoa. Finally get to the airport. I make it. I'm like, this is amazing. Nothing. I, I beat traveling this weekend. So I go to Madison, get there. Now, let me start here. Kevin Bozeman wears he, a hat. He dresses very specifically. He wears a hat that says KB, and it's in the... Uh, ginkgo font. Yeah, Chinese-looking font. Which I will tell you this, no one carries. <laughs> if you go to a hat shop and you go, do you have the ginkgo font? They go, um, is that the one with the cheerleaders and the pom-poms making the letters? No, it isn't. <laughs> it is not, turns out. And he's got a lot of those hats. Oh, he has so many. And you, and you can order them online 
minimum of 12 <laughs> because I tried to find it. But I'm not willing to buy 12 hats for this bit that I'm about so to So what bit? So yeah, so I I'm make I'm going to dress like him. So and and Kevin dresses specifically constantly. Yeah, so he wears KB hat yep. that matches his Jordans, yep. whatever Jordans they are, and then he wears a jacket, jeans, t-shirt. Yep. So I get a black hat and I, I, in April, I order these Jordans. They're my favorite color. They're the Jordan 3s where it has like, it looks like a little bit of alligator skin on it. Yes. And then they're gray and green. And I order the in April. I don't take because them out of the box. your bit is you're going to surprise him at the Thanksgiving show. I'm going to dress just like him. Dressed just like him. <laughs> I'm going to dress just like him. It's incredible. To the point where if I sit on, he's, wait, he's 6'5", I'm 5'11". If I sit on his knee, I'm gonna, we're gonna be the new Dunham and Walter. <laughs> Crabby old guy and Dunham. <laughs> Barnett just goes, I got a new puppet. His name is Cookies and Cream. <laughs> Splat. He just sits you on there. Let me tell you about traffic. Now, when you say Splat, it makes me sound like I have a loose asshole and I don't care for that. <laughs> I, I can't confirm your asshole is anything but that. Okay, that's fair. So splat. I said, but and so <laughs> I get these shoes in April. I so I bring I'm wearing a black hat where I've I go get felt, right? And I bring it home and I try to cut the felt with the scissors I have at my house, which I'm gonna tell you something. I'm a single dad, so guess what? Yeah, it's from my fucking cutlery set. That's right. <laughs> I cut food with it, I open packages with it. So I have to get a fucking fabric scissors. I have to go back because it looks like bolts of lightning. When I'm yes. cutting it, because they're all jagged. So I go back. This is taking a long, <laughs> not, not, I know this story is too, yeah. but also the process. Gotcha. Make the hat. It looks perfect. It is. Now, fucking, did you stitch it's the like letters? I invented ginkgo. <laughs> it is. You stitched the letters? I didn't. I glued them. Okay. I glued them on. I get down to Madison. I'm kind of hustling, right? Because it's like long travel day. I'm pretty stressed out about the drive still put my jacket, my shoes, and my hat in a bag, bring it to the club. I'm hugging everybody. I smell like I've been traveling and stressed out. <laughs> That's not great. I go back. Kevin Bozeman comes to my room because we're going to have a drink before the show. And he goes, stopped on the way up here to get new Jordans. What do you think? It's the fucking Jordans I ordered in April. <laughs> so I'm doing everything I can not to beat off right now. I'm so excited. I was like, do I go in the bathroom and take care of this? Because I'm breathing heavy. I, my, my breathing is labored because I'm so excited. And listen to this. Kevin Bozeman is black. And so he left the little Jordan tag on <laughs> like the little keychain thing. The, what are you? Don't laugh at me. Don't laugh at me about this. I've discussed this with him already. I'm They're, not laughing at you about that. I haven't opened my shoes since I got them. There's a fucking tag on mine. So I'm so stoked when, when he's, He's bringing me, so he goes up in between comedians and does like four or five minutes. So as soon as the comedian before me is done, Kevin goes on stage. I race back to the office to change because what I've worn is uh, like a navy blue driving coat. Yeah. Right? Like it looks like I'm trying to look like James Bond and he made fun of me for that coat and I was like, motherfucker, I can't wait. <laughs> Put my shoes on, get it up. 
And I go up on stage and I'm so excited and I go, look at my shoes. <laughs> and he just goes, all right. And I go, no <laughs> way. So I'm freaking out. I'm like, I ordered these in April. He stays on stage. And the audience had to love, because they love him there. When you walked yeah. up with that hat, they had a fun oh, yeah. nuts. Yeah. So so I did walk with my hat like tilted so he could see it. He did laugh at that. He goes, oh, that hat's hilarious. And I go, fuck the hat. Look at my shoes. <laughs> I was so stoked. And he ends up staying on stage for my entire time. We just do 20 minutes riffing. It was so fantastic. That's amazing. And then second show, I was so drunk that... <laughs> Kevin went to Thanksgiving with a family that he knows. Okay. And he invited me and I go, there's no chance I'm I'm going to go to Thanksgiving at a stranger's house that has seen me do stand up when I'm drunk. There's going to be too many questions. <laughs> I guess one of the ladies there was like, I didn't like him. And I think it's cuz I've just never seen stand up done like that before. <laughs> And I get one of the guys that... He's never seen a comic dress like another comic and then riff about it for 20 minutes? No, this was the late show. Oh. I was just drunk, and anytime not everyone laughed, I leaned into the crowd. <laughs> At one point, they were talking... that Somebody goes, go, Pat, go. And I go, I hope not, just for, like, the safety of the women in this state. <laughs> because when the, when the Packers lose... Or I, I said, excuse me, I go, I hope so. Because when the Packers lose ER visits in Wisconsin, go up 300% for spousal <laughs> abuse. That's true. So people start booing and I go, I hope 30% of you don't make it to Christmas. <laughs> now I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. What I meant was traveling. Sn snowstorm. I meant, I did. I meant not able to get there because of weather. And this lady. Did they not take it that way? They sure didn't because it's 2019 and it's comedy. Fucking fun. I know what you meant because I'm sitting here and have ears. So however I heard it is how you meant it. Fucking die. That person specifically should die. So it is ridiculous because then later on people are coming up like, you don't want 30% of people to live till Christmas. I go, is that what I said? Or did I said, make it to Christmas. Shut your fucking mouth. Because now I'm drunk. I've been drinking tequila all night. And now people are coming after me and I go, no chance. You don't want any part of this. I go, you can tell your second graders that you teach when you go back to school on Monday all about this. And then they're getting mad about that. Like, you think I'm a teacher? I don't know. You're acting like one. You're acting like someone who deals with second graders and doesn't know what the big fucking real world is like. So all that show happens. The next day. Kevin texts me. He's like, let's go for a walk. Let's hand out money to homeless people. I'm like, done deal. So we go out. Anyone that asked. So, <laughs> so it was interesting because there were a group of people standing around in the spot where a lot of times homeless people hang out in Madison. We went there specifically for that. But I'm not just going to fucking hand money to someone like, hey, here you go. Because <laughs> I have friends that dress like Right? I mean, you could confuse them. Yeah, Jeff Tate was at the show. Yeah, he was actually with us walking around. Yeah. So it was almost, it was interesting. Kevin kept turning around and accidentally handing no, no, no. him money and I then being like, oh yeah, I forgot that you're wearing that. I did think at one point we'd hand the homeless people money and then they'd give Jeff some. <laughs> Just like we share here. 
so we're, we're walking around doing that. And at one point, <laughs> Kevin sings this song walking up like, it's your lucky day. It's your luck. And I go, I'm not doing this anymore. If you sing that song. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not. It makes me uncomfortable. That's not appropriate. So we do that. Everything's going great. End up going to a movie. No booze on Thanksgiving because I don't drink before flights. That's my rule because I don't like I don't want to miss a flight because of that. My flight is at 635. So I have to get up at 445. I set three alarms on my phone. I check them. Now I have a new phone. So my battery lasts two days. Okay. But now I'm down to 10. My 10% warning comes on. Gotcha. So I grab my charger. I plug the phone in. I see that it's charging, right? Recheck my, I packed everything up. Recheck my alarms. I'm good to go. There are two lights, one light on both sides of the bed. There's a light switch that shuts the lights off. Boom, I shut the lights off. Oh, excuse me. I turn my fan app on because I sleep with a white noise app. Gotcha. Everything's set. Go to bed, flip the light off, go to bed. Wake up at 741. (laughs) Go to look at my phone. It's dead. When you flip that fucking switch off, oh, lights, no. it kills all the power. Oh, no. So I rechecked my phone, made sure it was charging, make sure I had three alarms set, still missed my flight. And I go, oh, my God, I fucking made it through that blizzard, and now this shit? So I call Delta. They go, oh, the next flight is until 5.45 p.m. So I rent a car, what I wanted to avoid the whole time. Who flies from Minneapolis to Madison? I do, because that drive sucks shit. It fucking blows. They go, your map goes, three hours and 49 minutes. And then you're halfway through, and it goes, just kidding. Isn't this the most boring drive ever? It's actually seven hours, you stupid piece of shit. It's crazy. So I have to rent a car, drive back to the Minneapolis airport, get my car from the airport, and leave And the whole time, I feel like everyone that listens knows I'm a spaz. Yeah. I was the most thankful guy in the world. Oh, neat. Thanksgiving. (laughs) This is my, this is my Thanksgiving. Oh. I was, fuck you. I was thankful. Oh, Chad's getting all warm. Uh, Yeah, I am. I was thankful that I was able to do that. Yeah. Right. That I can do that with a credit card. Yeah, of course. And I was thankful about my car when I got back because rental cars are real shitty. Okay. And you was, really framed that up well. Thank you. All this work you've done on yourself paid off on this trip. Well, I don't know that it did, but I'm back. You I'm m- back here. I had some rough travel, and that's why I'm pent up. Okay. Can I tell you what I'm thankful for? Sure. Disney Plus. <laughs> <laughs> I thought for sure you were going to say Red Lobster. I mean Red Lobster, too. The, that's the other thing that Jen and I did this weekend. We got Disney Plus. I kept seeing on social media everybody freaking out about Disney Plus, yep. and I was not going to get it out of principle. Because of the Baby Yoda. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Is that, that, is that what's on that Mandalorian well, yeah, shit or I whatever? Think, I think that's why everyone's real excited about See, it. See, and I, I've, I've, the most Star Wars I've seen in my entire life is like nine total minutes. I've just never cared about it. I've never seen any of the Star <sighs> Wars anything. And I'm not, I don't hate it or think anybody's dumb for I get why everybody likes it. It just... I never watched it as a kid, so now as an adult, it doesn't do anything for me. Hmm, okay. So we get it because of the nostalgia stuff, and it does not disappoint. I've been 
monstering through movies. For, and Cool Runnings isn't on there yet. It will be on there at some point soon. I doubt it. Nope, 2020. Looked it up. So <laughs> I wasn't going to just of purchase course, Disney Plus with an open-ended uh, Cool Runnings promise. That's amazing. So I, I'm monstering through this stuff. And Jenna's watching it too, to the point where she and I had a conversation uh, this weekend where she called me on the phone and she goes, what are you doing? And I was like, I'm watching The Sandlot. And she goes, we watched The Sandlot last night. And I was like, I know the end is just so good. She goes, okay, I'm going to keep getting our stuff for us from Target. (laughs) And then I was like, all right, well, he's going to run away from this dog. So I love you. See you at home. (laughs) And we've been like, one of my favorites so far is we, we rewatched Sister Act. Oh, fuck that bitch. (laughs) Excuse me. Not Whoopi. I beg your pardon. Kathy and Ginny. We'll get to it. Okay. Just cool. Your, I know you have an issue with her, but yeah. let me, let me, let me talk. I know you don't, and I disagree with it, but we'll get there. Okay. So I, as a little kid, big Sister Act guy, loved mm-hmm. Sister Act, but I had to pretend I didn't like Sister Act because my brother and my sister, Greg and Sarah, we were all very close in age. Okay. And I don't know if I've ever des- described this before, but my sister Sarah was adopted from El Salvador as okay. a very young child. And she was three months older than Greg. And I was 13 months older than her. So the three of us are 16 months apart. Wow. And my mom never drowned any of us in a bathtub, which is <laughs> fuck like to the point where my dad, I think, knew he like he wouldn't give us a bath. He just sat in the kitchen with his fingers crossed. <laughs> so we growing up, the whole thing in our house was we had to take turns picking the entertainment. Side note, okay. I don't know that I've ever explained how our entire family works on this show. I mean, sibling wise snippets. So there are nine of us. There are nine siblings and they are the result of one mom, two different dads and four adoptions. So my mom was married, had three kids when the oldest was 18, had my brother Greg and I adopted my sister Sarah from El Salvador. When I was 21, they adopted three early teenage girls from Texas who were partially Hispanic. So our family is basically what every production company douchebag is pitching to to CBS right now in sure. Hollywood. Okay, it's okay. They're a, they're a blended family. They, the, the older sister could be the mom. Yes, and get this. All these different perspectives, right? Okay, two different fathers, one mom, El Salvadorian orphan, and three teenagers from Texas. This fall on CBS, the Amundsons. Can they put aside their differences and make a difference? Queef noise. <laughs> we'll call the pilot murder-suicide. <laughs> and so the we are... Are all we are all my sister Sarah and Greg and I are all very very different. We are very different people. We have very different interests. So Greg was obsessed with hunting and hated sports. And I, I don't mean that we need to say was. That seems like it's in the past. But he likes sports now. But as a little kid, hated sports. But still loves hunting. Still loves hunting as always. Yes. I, as a little kid, hated hunting, loved sports, okay. and my sister was a former El Salvadorian orphan who loved menudo. <laughs> so <laughs> we don't. Have, side note: Greg and I, we all kind of loved menudo because my grandma also lived in our house, yeah. which that is what really sells the pitch to CBS. And there was an old woman there who really helped everybody out with advice at just the right moment. Who 
use this brown one? <laughs> so she was everybody when we adopted my sister, everybody worked so hard to make her feel a part of the family. Mm -hmm. And so one of the things my grandma did, because she helped out with us a lot. So she'd be driving us around. We got in the car one day and she put in menudo, which if you're not familiar, it's like a don't you dare. I, I know you're oh, familiar. You're looking right at me. OK, but this I'm is for the listeners. I'm, this is for That's the listeners. Fine. They are a Latin American boy band institution birthplace of Ricky Martin. Ricky. Rico Suave. And we got in the car and my grandma goes, this is like, this is like Spanish New Kids on the Block. And then she'd play it. And she would play it every time we were in the car to make my sister feel like at home. And Greg and I, who didn't know Spanish, eventually just picked up the words to Menudo. Oh, that's great. So I think about this all the time because Worthington, Minnesota, my hometown Yes. I have to quickly hop in here and just let everyone know before they send messages. I know that Ricky Martin didn't sing Rico Swag. <laughs> I just said it because it rolled off the tongue. So Worthington, Minnesota is a hotbed of this nation's immigration conversation. It always has. There's a rendering plant in town that a lot of immigrants from all sorts of countries have come to work, work at, but okay. primarily South and Central America. Sure. And it has been a very divisive topic in that town. And it's, it's been a national conversation. There's been stories on Fox and CNN. And there was recently one in the Washington Post about the issue. Okay. It, it, the town is very divided. And every once in a while, I like to think about how in the early 90s, my old ass grandma was rolling around town in her car. And if it was the springtime, there was a chance that you could roll up next to her car and in the back seat see two little Swedish boys and an El Salvadorian girl in unison just fucking ripping menudo and not missing a word. Oh, I love thinking about that so much. Also, other side note, my, my parents wanted to name a girl Sarah. So when they adopted my sister from El Salvador, they did name her Sarah. And I don't. I don't, I'm not interested in anybody's opinions on that, if that's an appropriate thing or not. Now you should look right at me. Yeah, I am looking right <laughs> I know at you. I'm just kidding. And so the, her birth, but they kept her birth name as her middle name. And so for, for short, it was Lupe. So it was Sarah Lupe Amundsen, but her birth name, they kept her full birth name in there. So she had like the best human birth name of like a full legal name. It was Sarah Guadalupe Imperatus Rodriguez Amundsen. <laughs> Amazing. The only way, the only way that name gets better is if she would have grown up to marry someone named like Wang Chung and she would have hyphened it. <laughs> and ma'am, what's your name? Yes, I'm Sarah Guadalupe Imperatus Rodriguez Wang Chung. That's the only way that situation gets better. But I've, I've, we're a long ways from Sister Act. Sure. The point is whenever we only had one TV, one VCR. So we all had to pick like we got, it's our turn to pick. And we started like basically picking shit to make the other people mad. Like we wanted to pick stuff that only, so Greg, Greg was like a nine year old boy. That's like, let's watch call of the buck eight. Like just a fun, just like wanted to watch my dad's hunting tapes and shit. And then I had two go-to movies, but I usually stuck with 1991 Minnesota twins, simply the best, the story of their championship season. That's a great season. It was a great season. Not a fun video. If you didn't care. The other one, Weekend at Bernie's, because Ooh. when I was a little kid, my brother Jess let me watch Weekend at Bernie's, and I'm, I'm detouring a lot, but another side story, <laughs> I was obsessed, I became obsessed with Weekend at Bernie's, and I always wanted a TV in my room, but oh, no Oh, God, just a second. I thought you were going to go, I always wanted one of my friends to die so I could do it. <laughs> That's what I thought you were going to say. Ah! 
<laughs> Maybe that's how the podcast ends. <laughs> oh, great. So I, I had this, they wouldn't let me have a TV in my room as a little kid. And so I had this, do you remember like the Fisher Price, those little square, like they were tape players? But they also had a, they were like these big plastic tape players, but there was a record button on them and a microphone. Okay. So A, you could use the microphone as like a PA system, but also if you hit record and you held the button on, you had to physically hold the button. And while you were holding the button, it would record your voice onto the tape. And so as like a nine. So it's like a dead man switch? Yes. With a bomb? Yes. Okay. Exactly. So as a nine-year-old boy, I sat in front of a TV's speaker for an, like an hour and 40 minutes and recorded every minute of Weekend at Bernie's onto my brother's Green Day tape. And then <laughs> if you ever like, why is Cy who he is? I was a little kid who went to sleep every night to the sounds of the movie Weekend at Bernie's. Not, not the soundtrack. I was just like, and dialogue from Weekend at Bernie's. Good night, everybody. <laughs> And then at like three in the morning, the rest of Dookie would come up. <laughs> he just finishes and just, when I come around. <laughs> so I, I just, but long story short, I had. No, too fucking late. I had Way too late. I had to pretend. I had to pretend like we, and then it was Sarah's turn to pick. And every time I'd be like, oh, don't pick sister act. Anything but sister act. And she goes, sister act. I'm like. Fuck yeah. <laughs> and I loved it. And we rewatched it and it holds up. It, it does. It, it does absolutely hold up. holds up. It's so good. And here's the thing. And I'm going to let you tell your thing about Kathy and Johnny. But I'm going to tell you whoever cast that movie and cast those nuns deserves the film's highest award. Now, is this is is the first one the one with Lauren Hill? No, that's the second one. Okay. In the first one, because in Hollywood, you know how even the ugly people in movies have like a hotness about them where there's like a gas station clerk with a wonky nose, but you know he just fucks like a machine. Like it doesn't. It just e Wow. E even, uh, even the obese people. I could just imagine you listening to Weekend at Bernie's just like this ugly motherfucker, but the voice. I just, everybody, they're all so hot, but that's not, and they, if they'd remake Sister Act, a, if they would remake sister act today which i promise you they probably will i'm sure that's in the works with Whoopi. they were all the nuns will be like sort of hot but this fuck the gaggle of old white crows that they got to play the nun <laughs> they're inc all incredible and they all some of them talk like this and their facial expressions yeah. even as an adult watching sister act i was like these nuns are fucking awesome and then i was like i should imdb them and they're all dead don't imdb them <laughs> it's not a good way to end a disney plus weekend give me your before you guys send give me us your messages we know it's a murder of crows not a gaggle now <laughs> i love trying to not get messaged this week. <laughs> uh, Kathy and Jenny, just quickly, is the short, I mean, chubby-ish. Yeah, she's, she, a very, 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 very big voice yeah, like this, talks yeah, like this. And, and uh oh, sis, 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 Sister Mary Clarence. Nah. Lovely voice. <laughs> Lovely voice. Um, was a judge. You mean you, you haven't been a nun this whole time, Sister Mary Clarence? <laughs> that, that woman? <laughs> That's the one. Okay, got it. I just wanted to make sure. I knew. She was a judge on Last Comic Standing. <sighs> the, the live... The live one. So, and obviously, she should be given her. Well, she's just so funny. Long standing. Her pedigree in comedy. And by that, I mean playing the straight woman in a fucking kind of funny movie. Yeah. So, I, at Acme, 
in Minneapolis, Mm -hmm. I was given one year the red envelope, Mm -hmm. which meant you were going to move on to the Las Vegas rounds that were on TV, right? Yeah. And then they called me and they said, hey, we took too many white guys. Same with Dan Cummins. Got the same call. We both got the we both got the red thing, and this is exactly you both got the red thing. Then you the, got the white thing. The red envelope. <laughs> Stay woke, Dad. But they did say that. No, I mean they did. They yeah came out and said we took too many. Well, there's too many. And I'll tell you this: in comedy, there's fucking way too many of us. Yes. And I know white women are listening, going, "There's too many white men everywhere." Well, then stop making us. Yeah. You make us. Can I can I say something here? Since I, I'm digging holes today. Sure. I think I think white women on the scale of like. You're to blame. White women like to act like they're like, we're not to blame. You're like, you're fucking, you're on team B2. <laughs> I'll tell you this. You're I, the, you're B2. I might be B1, Teresa, but you're fucking B2 with your leopard print volleyball bullshit. I'll agree with that because I'm still hot about that. Okay. But I will tell you, like, if you're, if you're going to complain, right, about white men, mm-hmm. stop I mean, stop making them. Stop fucking us and yeah. making more. Yeah. So Kathy Najini, Ninja Me. Yeah. Nin, Najini? Kumail Nanjiani. She is. Uh, so the next. So they call me. They go, hey, you can't come to Las Vegas, blah, blah, blah. But you audition next year, free pass to the night round. Oh. You, you audition during the day. Promises. Yeah. You audition during the day. <laughs> And then, and then the night round is where they film and pick and all that shit. So I go in and hey, Bales, just for reference, at the same time I was standing outside a building overnight in line waiting for people to tell me I was bad at comedy. <laughs> go. Well, I would have rather because they <laughs> they promised that I'd make it to the night round. I go up in front of Kathy Najini and Fred Willard. Mm. who's like, you know, he's known for the Christopher Guest movies. Yes. He's, uh, he is very funny. He can be. Yeah. Sure. So I don't I, know that he has a lot of insight to the stand-up world. He doesn't. So I go up, I do my set, and I get done, and they go, I just seemed, uh, seemed written. <laughs> and I go, I go, yeah, it is. I wrote it. <laughs> they go, no, it just seems like you were just going through the words. And I go, do you mean talking? I'm so confused right now. And then Kathy Najini like starts to go like, you need to do this and you need to do this. And I go, listen, sister act. I go, I don't need any advice from someone who's been in one fucking movie that anyone knows. And now I'm super mad because they're not putting, they've already told me they're not putting me through. And I was promised to get through. So I, I go, I didn't want to tell them that, but I go, the reason that I just went through the motions is because I thought I was moving on no matter what. Yeah. And so then Fred Willard goes, keep, you should be a writer, not a, not a comedian. And he goes, here's a dollar to help you with your trip home. Oh, shit. And I go, how's this for, I go, how's this for improv? Fuck you. (laughs) And then I left the stage and you have, you sign a contract before you go up that says you have to do an exit interview. Yeah. And so I've been doing comedy at this point for, man, I'm just going to guess 10 years. Mm -hmm. And they ask me the question in the exit interview. They go, you think you're going to keep doing it? It's like, yeah, this stupid fucking fake comedy show isn't going to get me to quit. I'm and I'm hot. And this was in Phoenix, Arizona. And I walked to the closest place with margaritas and missed my flight. And that's why I don't drink before flights anymore. 
Hey, if you guys like this, uh, there will be a new episode next Monday and every single Monday at 8 a.m. So click the subscribe button so your phone sends it to you without having to do any work.